Good day, excellent listener. Uh, welcome back to our wonderful podcast here. Uh, Nick, right off the bat, I first need your Hi. help with uh, something here. Um, oh, boy. It, it's mostly to do with my microphone here. Now, to me, it sounds like it's a little bit out of focus. Oh, I get it. Yep. Alrighty. It's funny because that is the name of the podcast that we are doing, and it we will be in the title. We finally decided on a goddamn name for this thing. We what sh- is it? Four episodes in now? <laughs> for like the latest installments of what we're doing? Yes. Welcome everybody to the Out of Focus podcast. With uh, see, the yeah. joke is the joke is funny not only on the level of the way that he made it, but it, the term "out of focus" is actually a visual concept, not an auditory one. <laughs> exactly, Michael. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, you're joined today by your three hosts, uh, Scott, Michael, and Nick. Uh, you can ass- hello. Yeah, those are three separate names, by the way. It's yeah. not Scott, Michael, Nick. Is not it's, it's, that's not one person. Uh, but Michael, Nick, Scott is a person. So. Michael Scott is also a person. Yeah. Well, a fictional person. Well, maybe actually an actual person as well. He could be real. Yeah. I I, I hope he's not. I real guarantee you for the someone sake of I guarantee some someone in the world with the last name of Scott liked the office and named their child Michael so they would be Michael Scott. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, oh, guaranteed. I mean, just like how there's probably somebody out there called Pam somebody somewhere in the world is called pam yes those are those are the same thing for sure all right cool out of focus this is what we're called now yep so um we're still sticking to our grind of talking about movies shows uh video games and possibly comic book stuff um and all bringing our wonderful flavor of goofery to it yeah tangents and jokes and bits galore we're more like the goof, like the goofiness of it from a goofy movie, not so much the goof troop. Yeah. What about a very goofy movie? Is that the sequel? Yes. No, we're not that kind of goofy. Okay. Good to know. Is the prequel then just called like the goof? Well, no, it was. There is no prequel. It's, it's just the first one. <laughs> it's like it's like calling the transporter one the prequel to the transporter two. <laughs> but like it so could, on yeah. this podcast uh <laughs> out of focus yeah we discuss the transporter franchise we well i mean we we definitely could we're not doing that today though no uh on this podcast we take those video games shows movies and comic books and what have you uh and one of us at least will not have experienced said thing and the other couple or one of us will Mm -hmm. uh kind of do a rundown they will um give some like production notes how it was made some fun facts uh and then do like a story rundown if there's a story to be had uh break down some of the like gameplay mechanics for the uh, video game side uh and yeah just kind of give a summary Mm -hmm. of uh whatever we decide on do you think when we do the How It's Made segments, we, we could use the copyrighted How It's Made theme song? Uh, we might have to wait like 40 years. Why? Till it's in the public domain. Yeah. Well, they can't, we are not getting any money. They can't sue us. <laughs> we'll stop using it when we get out of revenue. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. 
And then I'll just Sounds do good. it. Then I'll just do 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 do. See, I I'll have altered it. See, that's a different note. So now it's an original theme song. Mm, do a real vanilla Perfect. ice to it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh, burn on vanilla ice. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna set the comment section aflame. <laughs> Okay, so, so, uh, so to get things kicked off... What, what can we uh, kick things off with today, Nick? Well, I have an uh, important question to ask. Yep. I noticed uh, that I was out of cereal this morning when trying to find something to uh, munch on. Yeah. Uh, I, I am a sugary cereal kind of guy. Okay. Uh, I, I like it as a little sweet treat. Um. But I was thinking uh, that I really should have like one of the like old people cereals around just to have something a little healthier, uh, just to have in the like as a worst case scenario if I just need something. But then I was thinking, what old people cereal could I make into a sugary cereal? Now, Nick, like what what when, what would be appealing when you say old people cereal? Like, can we... I mean, like boring cereal. Like, because uh, I was, I'll give I was... you some examples. Like, we'll do some uh, Cheerios. We'll do some Shreddies. Uh, Cheerios Raisin is Bran. not for old people. Cheerios is for adults and kids of all ages. Okay. Well, yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. Very, very boring, bland. Because uh, uh, fibery cereal. Because I was gonna say earlier that I myself enjoy some nice Harvest Crunch. <laughs> And that's not a joke. Hey, you know what? I think it's you know what? All the power to you, Scott. I know. Well, I mean, this is a all the brand power to you. Like, are you saying like how do we make the old people cereals more sugary? Because like not, you could just well, I mean, there's one answer to that, and you add sugar. But I just mean like how? Because uh, in that what, case, I think I'll win. Yeah. Because I might what, have an answer for you. What? What? Tra- what transformation would you make? To an existing boring, fiery okay. cereal, to uh, basically give it a rebranding and a new recipe to oh. transform so, it into a sugary. Cereal. So, so this is today's kind of like brain teaser warm up of sorts. Exactly, you yes. know, kind of get kind of get our juices flowing, and the and yeah. the cereal going. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think I got one. I think I got one pretty easily. Which is, you got? Are you familiar with All Brand? Kellogg's is famous All Brand. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, I be- well, since I believe that the basis of the question is how do we make it more appealing to younger audiences, we just take the all and remove the brand, and we can make a variety of cereals. Like you know how people love to get toys in their cereal. How about all toys? Um, all, all sorry, sugar. did you say all toys? No, all toys. <laughs> all all like you know how like some cereals are like a toy in every box. What if the box was all toys? Um, okay. That's not sugar. where I thought you were. That's not what I thought where you were going with that. I thought you were just gonna rebrand it as all. all. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Well, that's the overall <laughs> brand. Yeah, that's another one oh, we, can, okay, we can have okay. overall, where yeah. it's a box with an overall in it. Um, <laughs> overall is the parent company, actually. Yes. Um, but then we, you see all. You get you. We can keep the all brand if we really need to. We get all toys. We can have all sugar. Um, if if you know you got a young paleontologist in the house, you can have all dinosaur bones, <laughs> and it was, um, 
like that one might be a bit harder because as you may know dinosaur bones are pretty big so we can't put the whole thing in there but mm. then you see that this collection aspect how many boxes of cereal before you can build a scale model t-rex you know make a game out of it um, perfect all ants for people who like you know having ant farms just a <laughs> box full of ants or maybe just a whole ant farm in a cardboard box you know well then perfect. that's is is that how does that still qualify as cereal then oh no my goal wasn't about cereal on this my goal was about making it reach more people and to be fair all sugar is <coughs> edible that one can still be a cereal of sorts it can be a morning meal it might be a final meal but it can be a morning <laughs> meal in which case if it's if it's your last meal it is both a morning meal and a morning with a you meal yeah <laughs> nice uh, Scott, what about you? Well, I, I was kind of actually thinking in the other direction. Um, what if I was to take a cereal and take the sugar out of it and then now make it an old person cereal? Oh, boy. Yeah. And okay. the, the one I've kind of landed on for right now is just uh, Lucky Charms. Okay. Which is like about like uh, 95% sugar, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah. So you, you take the sugar out of it, but like you still have like your um wheat like like your charms and everything it's just that they're no longer sugar and now instead they're maybe i don't know maybe like a nice pork rind or something or um freeze-dried pork rind is what you're suggesting yeah interesting yeah (laughs) but you but would you keep the lucky charms branding uh yeah of course so yeah yeah yes I'm, so you'd basically you'd basically just put pork rinds in the Lucky Charms box. Well, you still get like the the little wheat bits in it as well. See now you're now you're pressing it onto my territory because then I have the cereal <laughs> all pork rinds and wheat bits. Uh, but oh but God. you're you're just the generic brand. We're we're like the actual upscaled commercialized brand. Lucky Charms is not upscale. Don't you fucking lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, more than Cheerios. I. I wasn't going after Cheerios. <laughs> Fine, I agree. Cheerios isn't as upscale as Lucky Charms. I don't <coughs> care. Yeah. That wasn't my argument. But not Honey Nut Cheerios. That's fine. <laughs> what are you talking about? Cool. Okay. I appreciate both of your suggestions. Yeah, so What's yours? However, I think mine might yeah. be the uh, be-all, end-all. Uh, but that's not... It's not in association with Michael's. Yeah, I was about to uh, say, okay, the okay. be-all, end-all. Yeah. You have a box of that. It's just yeah. an empty no, no. void. <laughs> no. So I think the worst cereal I could think of, I mean, it's hardly a cereal at all, uh, is Weetabix. Are you guys familiar with oh, Weetabix? Yeah. yeah. It's like shitty They're shredded essentially, wheat. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's like a shitty shredded wheat. Uh, which is an understatement, really. It's yeah. basically these giant discs of, like, wheat, uh, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you, like, pour milk on them, I guess. And, like, then they, like, get all soggy and gross and they, like, break apart. Yeah. And it's just this weird, like, it. <clears throat> I think it's the penultimate, like, old person, adult, boring gross cereal if like you're eating that you're just basically eating like just a nutritional amount of like food for your body to process you're not yeah, you're not you're not 
enjoying something to eat. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's you're carrying out a task. Yeah. You're not sitting down and eating a meal. Um, so I think what we could do to kind of market it towards kids yeah. and young people and give it a uh, inverse take is, so where I'm going with this is I think, when I think sugary cereals, I think Lucky Charms is like probably one of the top tier sugary cereals. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is instead of this giant disc in your bowl yeah. that you have, it's just going to be one huge dehydrated uh, marshmallow. <laughs> nice. And it's, it, it basically, that's all it is. Yeah. It's just this giant marshmallow that you, uh, there's like three or four in a box and then, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're all set. It's up to you yeah. if you want to pour milk on it or not, or if you just want to pick it up like a hamburger and just take a giant chomp out of it and destroy your, uh, Ooh, j- your teeth j- and gums yeah. with it. Bye-bye enam- enamel. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then what I'm going to do with the marketing side of it and the branding is to appeal to uh, young people. Uh, we go with an edgy uh, brand, and we're gonna go. We're gonna keep it tied in with Weetabix, but it's gonna be Weetabitches. <laughs> that, that just makes me That's think of a time edgy. in in middle school where I wanted to earn some money. So what I did was I took a I took an empty coffee container, put a bunch of marshmallows in it, and took it around school to um to people. And like did a whole like draw like hey guess how many marshmallows are in here pay a small amount of money and if you're right you get you get the the marshmallow so easy profit yeah my mistake was that instead of just like I don't know, like taking an image of it and then like like from the internet or or just telling people hey I'm gonna do a jar of marshmallows guess how many will be in there uh, or something like that just something smarter. I did that at the beginning and did that over the course of a week. So when the when the time for the draw came, the marshmallows were dried out as fuck. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I mean, they also s- they it s- wasn't very delectable because the coffee container was like the size of a coffee container, and I put a whole bag of marshmallows in there. So those oh motherfuckers God. were squeezed in tight. Yeah. Nice. Well, like you could you still were- like cook with them or something. You just couldn't eat them raw. Well, we were like 12 and 11, so there's no real marshmallow cooking going on. Oh, my God. So, back when, like, I was that age, um, after school, as an after-school snack, my brother and I, we would, like, make little Tupperware containers where we would dump in a bunch of marshmallows and a bunch of chocolate chips, heat them up, and just eat that straight. Oh, my God. Yeah. Talk about destroying your enamel. Holy cow. I don't know how my teeth are as good as they are. Wow. But, yeah. Uh, talk about, like, just coming home and just eating raw sugar, basically. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> we have that. We have that all raw sugar. <laughs> Which is different from our all sugar brand. Uh, this one is actually just sugar cane, but we call it raw sugar. Yeah, I like that. I would order a box of that. Well, if we, can only fit, we can only fit one sugar cane per box. Yeah. And with that, let's jump into our main topic for today. All right. And today's topic is going to be Doom. Doom, Doom. Or as I yes, like you heard it, Doom, but not the Doom you think. Well, maybe the Doom you think, depending on your taste. But uh, the Doom we're talking about today is not the video game. 
Well, but the film, the critically acclaimed film from 2005 starring yes. Carl Urban, yes. Rosamund Pike, yes. and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Hell yeah. I like to pronounce it Hume, like D-E-W-M, Dume. Welcome Is to that how we have to team. pronounce it for the rest of the show? I, we don't have to do funny pronunciations every show. Like, maybe I can just have my own thing, you know? I can just like to say doom. Perfect. Please, I don't, please I, do. I'm glad we're not forcing bits. Yeah. Also, looking at its popularity, it's gone down um, by no. 13%. I don't know since when. They don't have a metric for when it, when it was up. It's just like it's gone down in general. Oh yeah, it's down thirteen points. That's sad. On the on the Dow Jones, no less. I don't know what the fuck this graph is for. Yeah. <laughs> it just says oh. popularity two thousand seven hundred eleven down thirteen. Is that stocks? Can you buy stocks in Doom? I suppose so. Uh, Not many people are though. Apparently, no. Uh, so yes, we are going to be talking about the two thousand five film Doom. Michael has not seen it. Me and Scott have. Uh. I actually got to see it in theaters when it first came out. And, and that's how old Scott is for all of our uh you know, in in case the track. in case the old people harvest crunch bit <laughs> wasn't a dead giveaway. Yeah. Yeah, Nick and I weren't able to go see movies in 2005, I guess. I mean Well, I mean, this film is a uh is it rated M? It's or not rated M, R. Sorry, rated R. I mean, your parents could have taken you. I don't think the ability to see films is is based off of, like... Well, you would have been, like, 16 at the time, I guess, then. Wait, no, that's not right. It was 16 no. years ago. Yeah. You would have been, you, like, 6. And Scott would have been 70. Yep. I think I... That's the math. That's I, the correct Yeah, one. yeah. No. I, I, uh, I was, like, all of 18 years old when it first came out. So I was, like, just legal enough to go. see it, which... And that's all we need. Just yep. legal enough. Oh, no. uh, so, uh, yeah, Scott, do you want to start? Or do you want me to... Uh, I mean, with, like, painting the picture as to the masterpiece that this is? Uh, yeah. Okay. So Where do, where do we start? So, right? so obviously, it's, it's just such this, a masterpiece. this film is based off of, like, the uh, video game series of, like, the same name. Mm-hmm. In which... Um, I mean, this was, like, of course, way before, like, the modern interpretations of Doom. Like, this is based off of, like, the original PC, um, like, Doom games that were ma- yeah. made back in, like, the, uh, the, the very early 90s. Um, and then yeah. a couple more times throughout, like, the, uh, the 2000s. Um. Yeah. It, it particularly, uh, takes a good chunk of inspiration from, uh, Doom 3, yeah yeah at least at least like visually yeah um which comes into play like much much later in the movie but we're just we're just gonna tease that for right now um yeah what was the biggest and most kind of shocking departure for it all was that there was no like actual doom guy in the movie this is where uh this is kind of part of the whole uh, video game to movie adaptation uh, problem that Hollywood still seems to have to this day. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, Sonic is probably one of the better ones. Doomguy uh, is in Sonic, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, they basically had to try and adapt it to a pretty cookie-cutter uh, block bu- blockbuster action 
uh, type movie. Yeah. So you get your like pretty ordinary military uh, outfit of people. Uh, you get like a couple like nerdy scientist uh, characters in there. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's kind of where the departure starts. However, uh, cast-wise, it's pretty great. Like, you have Carl Urban in there, Rosamund Pike, Dwayne Johnson is there. Oh, oh yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, he he is, for all... He, and, he definitely gives it his all. Yeah. And it, that's, it, which that's his... You, you gotta remember as well, like, this is kind of, like, early days of film for Dwayne Johnson. Like, this is still kind of fresh off of uh, Scorpion King. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he's yeah. he's still kind of, like cutting his acting chops so like i i would say like he still is like doing lots of overacting with stuff yeah um for sure but but i would say like in a campy movie like this is like pretty much like on 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 par with what you're wanting so um exactly what what, when it comes to like any sort of like actual i don't know good like brevity or anything brought to the movie like that's where kind of carl urban steps in who is still more or less fresh off of, um, oh my god, he's still fresh of off Rings. of Lord of the Rings, you know. The uh, yeah. highly Academy awarded Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, Like, dude, he, he would have been like fresh off of Return of the King as well. But hey, you know what? Life is all about balance. It is. You got your Return of the Kings, and you got your Dooms. You got your Dooms. And in between, you got your Dreads, but that's that's for another day, so... Yes. Which is... As, it wouldn't technically be in between. It would be after. I mean, yeah, very far after, so... But, but in which I would also argue that is probably, like, his best performance to date. But we're not talking about Dread. We're talking about Doom. Two working BFGs were created for the film. Both were kept by Dwayne Johnson. Did he actually? He has both of them. Oh, my God. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> also, that is cool. it has in parentheses where it says two working parentheses of vibrating BFGs. So I don't know why he kept them, but I have an idea. Those are his shake weights. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I, I was going to say... How do you think he like, stays so fit? Yeah. I was going to say he puts them up his butt because they vibrate like a vibrator. That is another direction. You can go with it. That uh, was my oh, Anyways. I, I was going to initially ask, just like, okay, how are those BFGs, like, working? Like, can they actually, like, melt holes in the walls of, like, his house or whatever? But, <laughs> nope, we went in the direction of he stuffs them up his butt, so... Well, it is it is on the trivia page, not the butt stuffing, the, the, just that he took them. <laughs> oh my god, uh, that's great! Oh boy. Okay. Okay. So yeah, this film. Uh, where are we going with this? Yeah. We it it's uh, adapted off of the '90s games and uh, the early 2000 games yeah. of Doom. Um, now, thankfully, this is where it still takes place on Mars for the most part. Yes. So there are a couple times where they are on earth still. Um, but like that, that, yeah. that's, that's something that's actually now being played with like the new games as well. Um, exactly. But this film yeah. is the, the like short of it, uh, plot wise is a group of Marines are sent, uh, on a rescue mission to Mars yeah. because there's been some like scientific, uh, breakthrough that goes like horribly wrong essentially of course and they encounter like these creatures on mars in this facility and then yeah all all hell breaks loose as the uh what is it the subtitle 
of the film uh, says? Yeah. Um, Hell breaks loose. Yeah, there you go. Of course, a play on the uh, uh, theme of like the demons yeah. uh, coming to Mars and stuff. Yeah. Rosamund Pike turned down the role of Rita Skeeter in Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire to work both on this movie and Pride and Prejudice. Hey, want to know something wow. interesting? Guess which one of those movies I best remember. <laughs> Rosamund Pike, the movie. <laughs> the experience. So yeah, uh, they go to Mars. They uh, they use this portal technology to get there called the Ark. Yeah, and there's a like ancient city, I guess, on Mars. Yeah, that's deep below. Yeah, this like facility or whatever. Yeah, that 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 you know all the scientists and everything were working out of and were trying to figure out like all of its secrets and everything and what sort of civilization was kind of like living there. Um, yeah. But I mean, the Marines are there because they got a distress signal because something went wrong. Mm-hmm. So that this is where it's up to uh, Dwayne Johnson, whose name in the movie is Sarge, yep. which I, I think that's where it's like with that sort of nickname, that's where it's initially alluded that, Hey, like this is, like this is the guy who's kind of representing um, Doom Guy in this movie, but like, like we can't just call a Marine Doom Guy, you know. Or I guess we could. I mean, there are Actually. there are other great uh, nicknames for the Marines, like Reaper or Destroyer or Goat or Kid or Pinky. Yeah, it's all very uh, in the vein of like uh, the first Predator movie. Yeah, it's like super like cheesy marine military like archetype like big buff dudes yeah i'm a sexual tyrannosaurus type (laughs) things actually scott the character of sarge played by dwayne johnson is a homage to master sergeant thomas kelly one of the main characters of the video game doom 3 2004 which like if the game came out in 2004 and they made the homage to him then that means the script was still in development a year before the film was released and it shows yeah. <laughs> it sure does show. Yeah. It's, it sure it does. might have needed some more time in the oven. <laughs> Ooh, I think lots of people agree upon that. So Because that's how you make food better. If food isn't good the first time it comes out of the oven, just put it back in. But Yep, put it back in. Give it a little extra char. Yeah. <laughs> this pizza's too burnt. Better put it back on the oven. Wow, it's fixed. <laughs> Okay, so we have our Marines on, all on Mars now. They're going to go... Our sexual Tyrannosaurs. Yeah, we have, all, we have all of our dinosaurs on Mars now. So now, yeah, they're going to start exploring through the Martian facility and stuff, trying to figure out, hey, what happened to like all of these scientists who hit like the emergency call button and you know what, what even was the nature of the emergency. Yeah. Simon Pegg and Edgar Wright were asked to polish the dialogue, but turned it down. Oh, man. Could you imagine? Yeah. I think at, like, that time, they were probably busy with Hot Fuzz. Yeah. Or something. So, in which, ooh. Hot Fuzz compared to Doom. I mean, one, one, one of them is, like, polished. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Anyways, we keep getting sidetracked. Um, <laughs> they get to Mars. They are met by uh, one of the facility's employees. Uh, his name is Pinky. Yes. Which is a little Easter egg, uh, referring to one of the um, 
well, actually, I guess we maybe should get to that in a bit, just because of the nature of how this yeah. plot progresses. Yeah. Does he have uh, a very His long name is Pinky. Pinky. He does is not. <laughs> we will revisit it. Don't yeah. you worry. We'll get there. And then uh, Carl Urban's character, uh, Reaper, finds his uh, sister, Sam, on the uh, facility. She's one of the uh, scientists that working there. Yeah. Uh, so they find her there as well, and they uh, apparently... Oh, God. This plot, man. He yeah. Reaper learns that a dig site where their parents were accidentally killed years earlier was reopened, and ancient skeletons of a humanoid race <gasps> genetically enhanced with an artificial 24th chromosome pair were discovered. Oof. Wow, that's... Uh, that's a departure if I've ever heard one from the from source material. Yeah. Just straight up demons from hell. Nope, we gotta give them a yeah, no. super Wait, contrived, weird backstory. Was that a 24th chromosome or a 24th chromosome pair? 24th chromosome pair. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure because we have 46 chromosomes. And I'm like, that's not genetically enhanced yeah. if they're missing half of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's pretty genetically stunted. Unless like unless like there were only half of each skeleton and that's why there were twenty three chromosomes. Like there was no legs, so they didn't have all the chromosomes from there. Nope. Contrarily they just have more legs because it's an additional chromosome. Yeah. I don't think you get like a like I don't think that's how that works. I don't think it's like one chromosome is even a chromosome pair is a whole extra leg. I think it is. Okay. The scientific what, debate goes on. What, what do you I want to do it, about that? I think it's just like an extra kidney. <laughs> Where does Is it that go? for college tuition? Yeah. So they can just cut it out and sell it? Yeah. The film takes place in 2046. 2026 is referred is referenced in the opening voiceover as the year the Ark, in air quotes, is discovered. At the time of the movie, it is, in quotes, 20 years later. And they still know nothing about the race that built it, which really says a lot about future archaeologists where they're like, we have an entire just like building left behind by an ancient species. And in 20 years, they're like, I don't know. They were something. No. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Alien race. That is confirmed. We're, yeah. we're looking into it. Yeah. See, see, this is where I feel like that it's like a terrible misdirect just because like. With, like, that whole opening bit, it's all about, like, they talk about portals and everything. So that's where you're thinking. It's just like, oh, on Mars, like, they're doing all sorts of, like, portal research and everything. And that's where they then discover all the portals to hell and everything. But, nope, instead we found skeletons. I really like this one. A nuclear explosion sequence on the Mars facility was filmed but not used in the final cut. But, like, the way it's written is it makes sense. Like, they actually built a facility on Mars and then film nuking it, but they were just like, "No, we nah. can't use this. There's, there's no nah. to do. This is boring. This film was all practical. They actually went to Mars and nuked it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, they were searching the facility, uh, and they find a injured doctor uh, and take him to the med lab. Yeah. Um, Doctor then... Pinky. Nope, not Doctor nope. Pinky. Dr. Pinky, or not Dr. Pinky, Pinky is uh, just like the concierge almost. He's like the... Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. What's what's the word? The um, receptionist, I guess? He's the Walmart greeter. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, of the facility. Yep. Hi, welcome to hell. (laughs) Uh, 
Welcome but yeah, to they find they found they find an injured doctor, take him to the med lab, but then he later disappears, and then we uh, get introduced to the mysterious creatures roaming the facility. Yes, uh, they go down into the sewer system, and it kills one of the marines. Yeah, and I just want to note quickly uh, that the special effects in this movie are actually pretty good for the most part, like the practical effects, anyway. I mean, like um, it, it, like it's perfectly within that cusp of like your two thousands movie, where it's just like, yeah, no, like we're for sure better than Spawn, but like you know, yeah. we're still within that realm of like, um, like Van Helsing or like Underworld. Yeah, definitely. It, it it's it's pretty in line with what they've built up so far. Um, yeah, but it's nothing like breakthrough revolutionary or whatever yeah uh it's perfectly on par yeah so yeah so yeah so this is where yeah we we first start seeing some of the uh different like uh monsters i guess as we're gonna call them yeah they uh they manage to kill uh the creature uh and they take that to the med lab uh and sam dr sam performs an autopsy uh and discovers that it's uh, not a monster, but mm-hmm. it was originally a human. It was. It's it's all all monster outside, all human inside. Yeah. But but then but then while it was originally a human, it actually it accidentally had too much generic brand cereal. Hi, I'm Michael with all oh brand God. cereals. Here we make cereals that only sometimes turn you into demonic beings. Just don't have the box that says all demon powers. See, that ad, that ad actually fits perfectly well in the universe of the recent Doom game. Yeah. Uh, which is uh which is great. I'm glad I'm glad we got that in there. Thank you very much, Michael, for the uh yeah. unnecessary thank you to... ad sponsorship. Well, no, we always gotta be thankful to to our sponsors. So Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Brought anyway. to you by Ray Shadow. This ad was yeah. brought to you by Ray Shadow. Oh God! See, now we're gonna start getting ad revenue, and now we can't use that song anymore, Michael. No, it's okay. I'll, I said I'll use my version of the song. Right. Just make sure you have that one singular different note, so that yeah. everyone knows for sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they find out the creature is human or was human, uh, and. They find out that they don't actually die that easily either, because well, their marine friend who got supposedly killed comes back and but then he tries killing himself again as soon as he's back. He's like smashing his head against a well. He, he he he's not purposely trying to kill himself. He's trying to just break through the cla- through the glass so well, then yes. he could like kill the people on the Get other side them. and right. and eat eat their 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 juicy insides. They're juicy innards. Well, yeah. well, I just want to make sure here. Do we know that they're human or that they're dancers? Oh, God. <laughs> like private dancers? No, it's from the song. Nick got it, but Scott didn't, so it's fine. Uh, they, yeah, he smashes through the window. Duke and Sam are attacked by another creature, yeah. uh, but they manage to, like, capture it. Yeah. Um, and they find out that it was the uh, the doctor that they found earlier who disappeared. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. So 
they they kind of basically find out that the whatever creatures are on this facility are turning the employees and the like the humans there into yeah. more creatures essentially yeah. it's an infection uh, it's an infection uh and then while all that's going on uh the other marines are tracking down and destroying a few of the other creatures as well it's kind of become more of a search and destroy mission now rather than a rescue yeah. mission yeah because they've seen that this place has basically gone to shit yeah uh, and that, that ba- ba- basically all the scientists who initially put out that distress are now the ones causing the distress so the rock wants to get rid of all that stress yeah exactly he With- he he gets real mad real angry and uh he just straight up kills the doctor uh and they also find out sam finds out that uh the uac that's the uh, martian facility which is a yeah. like from the game as well uh yeah. they find out that they were actually using uh that 24th chromosome that they uh discovered and they were testing it on humans yep uh just to see as, what happens as, as all good ethical science does yeah i don't know if you can really just plop chromosomes in and out of like fully aged people you need like babies for that don't you You need like uteruses for that um you would think so yeah did they have a giant womb on hand just (laughs) plop someone in shove in the extra chromosome see what happens no they just shoot it up like some uh some good uh black tar heroin you know yeah so yeah they find out that they were testing it on human subjects uh but Mm -hmm. ended up getting loose breaking loose uh, yeah. which led to that whole outbreak. Now, now I guess I guess as like a bit of like a sub point, you have to add in there that um with like Dr. Sam and her team and everything, like they do find out that like for whatever dumb reason they come up with, it's like a small percentage of like humans are able of like being able to properly react to it, even though yeah, that's not how science works. Yeah. There's a uh... Some are, like, immune, like, for lack of a better word, uh, to the uh, side effects of yeah. this 24th chromosome, which leads yeah. to them being like, oh, think of the untapped potential. This is the next step in evolution. All that hokey bullshit. Yeah. So, yeah, they uh, Sam and Reaper try to convince Sarge to try not to kill, like, those who are, like, reacting well or whatever. But he is too angry. He's too mad. Yeah. He uh, he just wants to. He's all anger, which is uh, very much like Doom Guy. Um. Yeah. So he just wants to kill everything in sight on there. Um, he, he he effectively enacts a whole like purge, um, scenario. Yeah. For for basically like the whole facility, like he he gives like his marines the all clear, but. Uh, for anybody and everything else that's on the Martian base, he's like, nope, time to uh, t- t- time to erase all the evidence of this place. Right. Sam develops a theory that though the people who the people who are injected with the uh, chromosome but don't like change, basically just develop like superhuman abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then like those who are like uh have a underlying violent or like psychotic behavior will become creatures and that's like her whole theory of how the uh, Um, outbreak began uh with the ancient civilization so yeah yeah. make of that what you will (laughs) it's all very like super weird convoluted like plot points um Mm -hmm. for a game about uh or a movie about a game about just killing demons. A movie yeah. about a game, about a book, about a comic, about a game, about a movie. Exactly. The creator yeah, of Doom actually like a... liked the movie. I mean, it's it's a fun movie. It, 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 it like, yeah. At the end of the day, it still is like a fun movie of sorts. I mean, yeah. you just you just gotta look over like all the plot holes and all like the plot fallacies and stuff. Yeah. So, but ahead, let's let, let let's start getting to like the good fun part of the movie. So, oh, yeah. Sarge has given like the full evacuations orders and everything. So, uh, some of like the few actual survivors from Mars and everything, they all do make their way back to Earth. So, for like the last bit of the movie, we are actually back on Earth, in which in like this initial uh, Ark facility, it still is like on lockdown. But when like kind of everybody comes through. Um, I think it's like at this time some of the Marines are infected as well. Oh, a- a- as are like some of like the actual other like s- scientists or whatever. And it's at this point that also uh, Dwayne Johnson himself has become infected. Yeah, he got a little bug bite. From yeah, one of the little worm creatures. Yeah, uh, in which which oh, is we, affecting oh, his uh, judgment and like making him even more angry. Yeah. So 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 he has like a slow transformation into like an ultimate monster, so he can just be a super angry guy. Um, mm-hmm. a slow but, sexy transformation. Yeah, but effectively at this point he kind of just wants to wipe out everything on, on the base, while so many of like the other people themselves are transforming into like monsters as well. Yeah, we get a fun uh, scene of him. Is it him in the like the cage match area or whatever? Nope, that was um. Who was that? I want us. I mean, it was one of the other Marines. Uh, yeah. But there's like a fun cage match scene with. Have you played the games, uh, Michael? Or like, I are you pretty familiar with them? I have seen a great majority of its games, I, I like important parts of the game. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. There's a uh, a fun scene. Uh, where one of the Marines basically has a cage match in this, like, electrically charged perimeter, uh, like, area. Is, is that where the BFG is stored, Scott? Do you um, remember? Uh, n- uh, no. Um, that, that, so, like, that, that is all, like, back on Mars, where, oh, yeah, okay. like, like they, they, they do have, um, like, the cage match is, like, where, like, they were initially doing the tests, of, like, the chromosome stuff, for, like, whatever weird reason, yeah, it's just, like, cool, we're gonna lower all of our scientists and the patient into this cage pit with electrified walls, you know, like any normal laboratory. Yeah, um, of course. And perform the tests here. Um, And then, like, it's in, like, a separate kind of research wing for, like, more of, like, your weapons and stuff that the, uh, that Sarge comes across the BFG there. Right, okay. Yeah, but yeah, we get like a couple cool, like we get to see a couple of the actual like demon designs from like the games, 
like uh, yeah we get uh this is where uh pinky comes back because that's one of the demons names is pinky and it's basically like oh. this charge like this uh demon that'll like charge you like a bull mm-hmm. but it had a bit of a different design in the movie <laughs> I mean, yeah, uh, to, like, just more so reflect, like, the character who the right. dude is, like, in a wheelchair and he doesn't have legs. Or does – no, he has legs. But um, when he comes back as a demon, he's, like, a, de- a demon fused with the wheelchair then. Yeah. it uh, It's a bit of a departure, but it's still kind of it, – it goes in line with – Yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's trying to give, like, a bit of a nod to um, – the original games as well. I'm yeah. gonna be honest that the 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 human pinky, looking at pictures of it, has more of a body horror thing going on than, than the demon pinky. <laughs> oh, that's well, that's. Yeah. Well, it's all creepy. It reminds me of the robot RoboCop 2018 or 2016 bit where like they take away all the body parts and he's just like a lung and a, and a hand. <laughs> Which like I don't get that part oh, in yeah, RoboCop. He... He oh is yeah, he used to the wheelchair. Okay, at, yeah, as a human. Yeah, okay. I don't get that part in RoboCop, the new one, where they were like, "We were able to save your lungs and your hand. We definitely kept the hand for like fucking reasons, I guess." I'm like, right? It, like they they saved the hand, not the arm attached to it, like just the hand. So when <laughs> oh, yeah. he takes off all the armor, it's like floating there next to him. Like, what the? Why did you do that? Just just give up at that point. There's no <laughs> yeah. way you could save the hand, but not the rest of the arm. So on my RoboCop 2016 rant, <laughs> oh my god, Samuel Jackson was miscast and he didn't really have a reason to be in that film. Uh, anyways, back to the demons. Uh, we get a uh, pinky Easter egg. He looks awful, yeah, like in a in a good way, but yeah. like he looks disgusting. Fused to that wheelchair for yeah. reasons. Uh, yeah. And then we also get a Hell Knight in the cage match battle. Right. Uh, scene, which is one of my more favorite scenes in the movie. And then we get the BFG in the movie as well. Yeah. Which is, like, arguably one of the better parts. Yeah. Of both the game and the movie. Yeah. Oh, it was like they do a whole joke with it as well, where, like, they they try to give, like, BFG some, like, technical classification with, like, the letters. Um, but, th- but, but then I think... Uh, Dwayne does actually say something along the lines of big fucking gun. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like he literally like pretty much just straight up says like, oh, I need a big fucking gun. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Okay, so now like metaphorical hell is breaking loose on Earth. Um, uh, Sam and Reaper uh, have kind of come back and they're trying to deal with the situation. And so they kind of hole up. Uh, in a lab for a little bit. Um, Reaper is like, he got injured at some point and he's almost on the verge of dying in which then Sam comes up with a really good idea. Nick, Nick, what was that idea again? Uh, let's just inject him with the black tar heroin. Yeah. And uh, see what happens. When all else fails, just do hard drugs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do hard drugs from an ancient civilization on another planet. Yeah. Uh, ba- 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 basically Martian bath salts. 
but see, yeah. but it wasn't it wasn't their drugs though it was their chromosomes yeah which maybe for them was drugs i don't know they're ne- they're they're genetic drugs yeah well and, and i think it might if i am remembering it correctly they i think it might have kind of been a last resort thing like i think reaper might oh, have yeah. just been like straight up bleeding out and was gonna die so yeah um, yeah that, that, that that's what i was getting at sorry yeah uh, oh yeah, here's part from the Doom Wiki. In addition, the idea of whether a test subject becomes a monster like Sarge or evolves into a superhuman being like Reaper depends on whether or not he or she is genetically good or evil. Right. Oh right. Yeah. That's the and that dumb that was that whole reason. thing about like uh, preconceived psychotic behaviors. Notions of sorts. Or, yeah. Yeah. Behaviors. Yeah. Like violent so, behavior. So. So I I guess that's the thing is that yes, Reaper is a. He's a good enough dude, so he just gets to have superhuman powers instead. In which yes. now we'll we'll break out into pretty much hands down the whole reason why you watch this movie. Yes, well, and that is the first person shooter sequence where they yeah. literally shot this whole piece they to literally look shot like a man. to look like uh, as if you were playing Doom. Yeah, so it's like a first person setup. And it's about it's basically Reaper post twenty fourth chromosome edition DLC. Yeah. Basically going around the facility and killing a bunch of demons. Like a whole bunch of demons. Oh yeah. You get a you, bunch seen... of different like glory kills and like yeah. uh weapons and stuff. It's uh Yeah. Uh and using the uh classic kind of chainsaw as well. Um, oh yeah. Where, where an interesting part with this, this is where he comes across Pinky again with, like, his fuse wheelchair and everything. Uh, yep. He takes the chainsaw and he cuts him in half. Yep. It's pretty sweet, so. The Pinky and the Brain, the Pinky and the Brain. One is a genius, the other is horribly fused to a chair. <laughs> Wait, I mean, the cutting in half thing, I don't know, other than, I guess, bleeding out and having a chainsaw ripped through your body, like... It doesn't exactly incapacitate him because he was already incapacitated with the metal chair stuck to his lower half. Yeah, it was about sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> it was personal. Yeah, very. He hates wheelchairs. Um, uh, so yeah, that uh, that's like the penultimate uh, sequence, and yeah. uh, then I don't remember if it's. I don't think it is. But he has his, like, grudge match with Dwayne Johnson yep. after that sequence. Yeah. Right? So, so, so like, he, he was going through, like, the whole facility, like, the first – with, like, the first-person view and everything um, in an effort to try and find his sister again who has, like, right. wandered off somewhere. So, you know, he, he he's doing a, a fetch quest for, like, finding his sister. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. she injects him, but then he, like, passes out. And then he wakes back up and she's gone. Yeah. So it does the whole cool sequence. And then when he comes to kind of like a final atrium area, um, Sarge is in there. And then it kind of just resumes being back to like kind of normal movie mode again. Yeah. Cut so that mode, if you will. Yeah. Um, so then they could do like their whole huge fight as well. Yeah. And now by this point, Sarge is like... Almost full full on he's, demon mode. He's he's full on you know roiding out like super duper roiding out. Yeah, like Michael, if he was to get a box of all something, it would be all steroids. Uh, legally, I can't say that we supply that. 
all Mars steroids, though, because yeah, you know, whoops, all Mars steroids. <laughs> Ooh, that's the spinoff brand of whoops. Uh, no, that's a spin-off all? of a spinoff brand because yeah. we have then all Captain Crunch. So then it would be then the spinoff of that would be all Captain Crunch. Whoops, all Mars steroids. <laughs> See, like it's, it's a brand within a brand within a brand. Because we, we have the all box, we have the Captain Crunch box, and within that we have another Captain Crunch box with yeah. the stuff inside of <laughs> Oh, that's great. So, yep, they uh, engage into kind of like their final fight and everything where, yep, they start really kicking the crap out of each other. Sarge really starts getting kind of like the upper hand as like, yeah, like that. C-24 is, is working a lot better for him than for Reaper. But that's when Sam swoops in with a genius idea of, uh, hey, let's uh, just send Sarge back to Mars. Yeah, give him some postage and send him back. Yeah, return to sender, please. A postage being a grenade. Yeah. To make sure he doesn't come back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They, they first send him back there, and then they send some grenades as well. Yeah, to destroy the portal and all of it yeah and, and then yeah, that's doom that is doom and they all lived happily ever after yep with their extra chromosomes well who else is going to keep take care of them you know yep very true yeah. any yeah. questions michael have we sold you on this fantastic film uh no i don't like the guy in the wheelchair he looked like i said it reminds me of the robocop thing perfect <laughs> I like out of, out out of everything. That that was the thing that you object to. It is creepy. I don't like it. <laughs> but then also below that, I, I posted a picture of the wheelchair man from Wild Wild West with Will Smith. Oh, that's where he's from. No, Will Smith isn't from the Wild Wild West. <laughs> he's from the Philadelphian West. Yes. Born and raised in the playground. That's where he spent most of his days. Yep. Chilling, relaxing, making all cool. Uh, so, apparently, <laughs> Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger was considered for the lead of the movie for uh, for Reaper. And okay. Vin Diesel was even offered uh, the role, but he turned it down. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, Dwayne Johnson was initially offered the uh, role of Reaper, but he yeah. was more interested in Sarge. Okay. So... Uh, that that's fair. I feel like that that casting was a little bit more appropriate. Yeah, definitely. Well, well, it says that um, it said that he, Dwayne Johnson, apparently like got real nauseous at the at like playing the early Doom games, but it doesn't. It, I'm gonna lead it to to believe towards he didn't get nauseous because of the violence. I'm gonna say because like, you go back and you play those games like the the motion tracking and the camera and all the colors coming at you. It's not the best of experiences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, apparently, the first-person shooter sequence took two weeks to shoot. Okay, That's they just didn't crazy. stop. No mm. one stopped. They no just one kept, stopped. They just kept rolling. <laughs> I want. I stop. want. I wanted the cast to feel like they were in hell. Oh, oh, and it probably was for the crew for sure. Oh, interesting. During the end credits, the cast members' names appear on screen, but the only ones not to be uh, shot or blown up are the only ones who survive in the movie. Okay, I get that. Yeah. So then, yeah, Ro- you know, to simplify how Rosalind Pike and Carl Urban made it out, whereas everybody was blown to hell. 
Yep. Cool. Well, I feel like rewatching the movie now. <laughs> Me too. That's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I I still I still thoroughly enjoy it. It's a it's a fun enough campy movie. Absolutely. There's no camping in it though. No. <laughs> oh, could you imagine if for like part of the sequence Carl Urban just like hides out in the corner of a lab and just camps for a bit? I was more thinking that he dedicates um, like three minutes or so to setting up a tent, and there's that kind of camping. <laughs> and you'd see first person him struggling with the manual of the tent, and like he puts in the one spike, but then but then the arch falls apart, and he grumbles. He needs to stand up. He fixes the arch, and then the spike pops out, and it's like it's a, it's a goof kind of thing. <laughs> Is any film brave enough to show us three minutes of setting up a tent in first person? I don't think so. <laughs> But then Doom 2005 came along and said, we will. We will. <laughs> yes, we can. Yeah. That's why yes, we camp. <laughs> that's, why the, that's why the scene took 14, minute, sorry, 14 days to film. is because of how difficult it was to set up the tent. Like, every literally, t- nobody on set just could, like, figure it out. Every time they thought they set up the tent, Carl Ober would stand up and turn around. You just hear everything fall down. Oh shit! We got to reset for the entire take. That's why it took so long. Yep. <laughs> Eventually, they just CGI'd in a working tent because, as we all know, tents can't actually be set up in real life. <laughs> Contrary to popular belief, tents yeah. aren't real. <laughs> Camping doesn't happen in real life. Camping doesn't exist. Yeah. And the real tent is the friends we made along the way. <laughs> Perfect. Well, I think that's a great place to wrap up for this week. It sure is. Yeah. Thank you all for listening yep. uh, to Out of Focus. We have a name now. How exciting is that? Yeah, and it perfectly reflects just how focused we are with uh, talking about what we want to talk about. Exactly. Yep. Bananas. Out of focus, <laughs> but not out of touch. Right, old man Scott? Oh, you boys sure have it right there. Oh, God. I <laughs> hate sounded, it. I hate it this, so much. That sounded like... Um, who, who's the, who's the big pink-headed guy from regular show? Pops. It's not like Pops having an orgasm. Ooh! I don't oh, know who no. that is. I think Nick does. No, so I, I made... don't. It's just awful. Regardless. He's an, he's an old man. It's just because of the waviness yeah. of his voice. Ooh! What are you boys doing? Ooh! Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time on Out of Focus. Yeah. Have I've a good Nick. Forever. I was Scott. I don't know. <laughs> bye bye.